On the fourth day of Star Wars, George Lucas gave to me Four heisting crews, three dismembered limbs, two awkward dialogues, and a really shitty prequel movie. Hello and welcome everyone to episode 4 of our 12 days of Star Wars special. Today is day 4 and we'll be going over Solo, a Star Wars story. And to start it off though, I'll have to apologize for the audio quality of this episode. I did not have time to edit it. I haven't slept in about 30 hours and I am going a little bit insane. I can barely stay awake so I'm going to have to release the episode as is after I sync it. I won't be able to check it as well. So I apologize greatly for this. I will try to make up for it on the next episode. I normally do things like remove background noise. I remove coughs manually. Uh, if there's a lot of filler words that are so kind of sandwiched by silence, I remove that as well, such as um or like. I also try to correct the pacing of the podcast by removing dead space. Maybe things that are too fast, I might slow down a little bit. If there are too many people talking over each other, I might try to isolate uh, each voice and kind of space it out a little bit more. But yeah, I won't be able to do any of those things and I won't be able to cut out parts to make uh, the pacing seem a little bit more smooth as well. Our podcast can go on for quite a bit. I tried to shorten it down to an hour at the very least. But yeah, I have apologies and hopefully you will bear with this and be patient with this. Uh, please be understanding because... Watching 12 movies and editing and recording 12 episodes back to back to back is a little stressful. Never again, guys. Let's never do this again. <laughs> also, I completely forgot to introduce ourselves. My name is Sam, and my friends here, Barry and Isaiah, are joining us. We are your hosts and co-hosts and real-life friends bringing you this episode. Without further ado, let's get on to episode 4, Solo, A Star Wars Story. Hello and welcome everyone to today's episode, Day 4, Solo, A Star Wars Story. Barry, why don't you get us started here? Uh, I hated this movie a lot less than I thought I was going to. Hmm. <laughs> I, I came into this film fully prepared to have a full-on hate boner for it, and uh, it was fine. Yeah. Impressively, it was fine. What do you mean it was fine? The movie's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I wouldn't go that far. The movie's amazing. It's a work of art, dude. Mm. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, wait, we're talking about Solo? <laughs> <laughs> what were you talking about, Last Jedi? <laughs> I can't wait for the episode. That's going to be our best episode released uh, today. It's going to be yeah. wonderful. Yeah. So, right off the bat, I guess we have to discuss the making of Solo, a Star Wars story. Because originally, um, this was directed by the same people that did, I think, the Lego movie. Oh, really? Um, what? Oh. Yeah. It was going to be mind-blowing. The, no, the original cut was directed by the same people that did the Lego movie. 
Unless I'm very much mistaken. <laughs> oh, no. Um, and I'm not sure exactly what happened. Um, rumor has it that a couple of executives strenuously um, hated that cut. And so they got ousted and brought in Ron Howard, who reshot a lot of this film. Like... Of like maybe more than half. Well, I think it's I think it has to be at least seventy five percent because he has sole directorial credit. Um, Interesting. So basically, basically the entire film <laughs> is reconstructed. Um. So I don't know. Like, the original vision of this movie is essentially completely gone, and it's been reimagined. Uh, the original one was a lot quippier. Um, a lot more humor, a lot more sarcastic. Oh, it would have been hilarious. Yeah, I wanted that, though. I wanted that. I guess this version is, I guess, grittier, uh, a lot less humor. I thought there was going to be a lot more humor. Yeah. <laughs> you know, okay, just a little interjection here. That doesn't make sense because Ron Howard is a funny guy. He did Arrested Development, which is like one of my favorite TV shows of all time. Ron Howard... I'm not sure, quite sure how I feel about him overall as a director. He's done some pretty tremendous work. Uh, I think it was Apollo 13. Really? Oh, he uh, did? I don't care did. about that, dude. It's all about Arrested Development for me. <laughs> God dang, masterpiece. Um, he also did Rush, which you probably, guys probably have not seen, the Formula One movie. Nope. No. Um, yeah, and I guess, I mean, it, it probably went, uh, hey, we hate this cut of the movie. We need to bring somebody else to redo it. Who's available? Oh, Ron Howard. Okay. That's probably how that what? went. I want to see this cut now. It's, it's out I there, mean, right? It's, it doesn't exist. Um, no! This, it, I mean, in the same, it, it exists in the same way that the Zack Snyder cut of Justice League exists in that... <laughs> like um, the four-hour director's cut? <laughs> yeah. Like, like, the rough assembly is definitely out there, okay? The footage was shot and theoretically exists right? on, on like, yeah. a hard drive somewhere. But the thing you have to remember about modern movies is um, there's, there's probably not a single shot in this movie without CGI or some effects in it. Right? Yeah, yeah, I understand that, yeah. And there's a strong possibility that a good, like, 90 minutes of it is just, like, <laughs> rough screen. assembly cuts. Yeah. Okay, either actors on a green screen or, like, the uh, rough, rough assembly, like, previous models. Um. If you if you watch any behind the scenes uh, stuff, you'll you'll know what I'm talking about. It's just like mm-hmm. like a comically hand drawn like CGI dude, like just inserted into the screen for visual for like, reference purposes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I gotcha, I gotcha. Like yeah. that's that's the cut that exists. Um, <laughs> I will I'll be okay because I just want to see the general tone and the direction they were going, like the general vision they had. Because the Le- I love the Lego Movie. If it was like that, I would have loved this movie even more. I mean, if it was anything like the Lego movie, then it, uh, it would have at least been more visually appealing, because I think this movie kind of looks like dog shit. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I, I liked it. I liked I, it. I think it actually looks terrible. No, um, it looks pretty bad. Like, every scene is so underexposed or, like, so literally dark. I kept no, no, turning no, Barry, up the contrast. The, the settings on your TV are incorrect. You're I right. literally did You're that. Right. I literally turned the brightness and contrast all the way up. <laughs> I'm like, what's going on? You don't understand the genius that is D&D. I literally, I literally looked this up because I thought my copy was just bad. And no, this is just the way the movie looks. Mm. Yes, that is correct. I thought, it was, I thought it was really blue at the very beginning. It's extremely blue at the oh, beginning. Like everything, very... everything is blue. 
It's really blue, but like uh, it gets warmer towards the end. Yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, like, like if you look at scenes, you can't see anything. We're looking at a scene right now. Look at There's this. so much detail lost. Yeah, you literally cannot see half of what's. What going if on that the was the point? Because like they didn't want you to see everything. I I mean, effectively for a couple scenes, maybe for the entire movie, I don't think so. Okay. Like. <laughs> Like in a conversation scene, like you have like a two shot, shot reverse shot, whatever. A camera, B camera. If you can't, if you can't see the, if you can't, if you barely see the actors from all three perspectives, it's not very well shot. Okay, Hmm. it's like Chewie's so dark, dude. Like you can't even see his eyes. (laughs) It's it's maybe he doesn't have eyes. It's a really weird choice, and I don't, because Ron Howard. This is not really his modus operandi. He literally he usually shoots very clearly. Um, he usually has things very well lit. So who is I don't the DP? Know. Oh, that's who? an extremely good question. Yeah, who somebody is the DP? somebody should look that up. Mm. <clears throat> I shall. I can. Look it up. Look I can tell up. you that the stunt coordinator is the same stunt coordinator that from um, Kingsman. Uh, not the first really? one, the second one. You can kind of tell for so, for some of the sequences because he like the the uh, stunt coordinator is actually really really good. Um, they do some great choreography stuff that you probably don't notice until you look at it and <laughs> and really study it. Um, I think that I don't know. Aside from the fact that it looks terrible, I I, I kind of like the film. I like the, that. There's I looked like, it up by the way. I'm just gonna interject here. The director of photography is Bradford, Bradford Young. Young. Mm-hmm. Okay. And he didn't Dude, do... Dude, Selma? What? These are, like, actually really well-shot movies. He, he did a lot what? of random films. He has yeah. a huge list of work, a body of work, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, DJ, then I'm baffled. DJ Khaled. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Selma's really random, though. <laughs> Shot a music video for him. Alright, then I'm, I'm kind of baffled. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Like, that's probably my biggest gripe with this movie is just like there's so many shots they're like smoky or murky or dark or just like i can't i wish i could see what's going on i bet it's really interesting Mm. Uh, my second problem with the movie is like i think a good 20 20 30 minutes of runtime are dedicated to explaining things that don't need to be explained when they explained to you why his name is Solo, I rolled my eyes so hard that I went blind for the rest of the movie. Which didn't appreciate, didn't appreciably decrease my enjoyment of the movie because you can't see anything anyway. I was like, my God. You didn't somebody appreciate wrote, the genius, Barry, somebody where it's like this you scene. don't have anyone? Solo? Somebody wrote this yeah. scene, filmed it, and it made it to the final edit. Yeah. <laughs> like, who cares? <laughs> it's a name. <laughs> It'd be like if somebody, if it'd be like an Abraham Lincoln vampire slayer. If they stopped the movie and it's like, your name is Lincoln. <laughs> <laughs> that would be great. I don't know what you're talking about. I love it. Um, I like the performances. It's also kind of a crime that John Favreau's character dies so fucking early. <laughs> I was like, no, John Favreau, you needed to be in this movie more. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. It's it's kind of it's very surprising to me because I I actually wanted to hate this movie and I didn't. Um, yeah, what do you think, Isaiah? <laughs> mm, honestly, the first viewing, 
I didn't hate the movie. It was, it was just whatever to me. Like the first time I watched it, I was like, not that disappointed because everyone had already told me it was going to be bad. <laughs> yeah. So my expectations were pretty low, but it's not like the worst film in the world. But definitely, definitely better than like Last Jedi. But <laughs> <laughs> but I don't think oh, it stands up at all. Strong to words one. there. Uh, you know, visionary director Ryan Johnson, unparalleled. <laughs> Genius writer, director, right? Yeah, Johnson, genius writer, director, right? Sorry. Yes, he's yes. both. Yes. And you're an idiot if you think otherwise. You're <laughs> too dumb to yeah, understand absolutely. his genius. Yes. <laughs> uh, uh, dude, I love Woody Harrelson, though. Like, I love all the, of his films. Like, yeah. uh, Zombieland, he's incredible. Speaking of which, I should probably watch Zombieland, too. Yeah, actually, I haven't oh, seen yes. it either. I need to watch it as well. Oh, yes. I like the fact that all of his characters are. At least a little bit sleazy. <laughs> oh, okay. At least they're like <laughs> just that's like a little the, bit. That's like got to be the acting notes he gets. Like he shows up on set. Like how sleazy do you want me to make this guy? They're like <laughs> give me give me eighty percent today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but overall, I would say I enjoyed it. It wasn't amazing by any means, and like not something I'd really spend a lot of time or want to rewatch. Like, Rogue One, I've seen, what, three times? Four times now? Wow. Yeah, so, it, it's it's great. I love it. Mm. Yeah. To be clear, this is my first viewing of Solo, I think. It's oh, really? Solo, right? Yeah. Uh, this was my second viewing. Okay. Yeah. First time I was with uh, some people who had never really seen any Star Wars movies, and they were just asking questions, and I was like... I have as little clue as you do <laughs> about what is going on. Yeah. But what'd you think, Sam? Oh, dude, I love this movie. This is what I want to see from the <laughs> oh Star Wars universe. Yeah. And let me let me explain. So again, like, uh, as long as the cinematography and everything, the writing, the directing is just, just okay, what I'm looking for is a... a peek into the world of star wars and i want to see characters that i like i want to see the worlds that i like the like cool things happening and this Mm kind of nails it and i didn't really notice the how bad it was shot honestly because i didn't care because i was like too into what was happening at at the moment and there are a couple of things that drew me out of it but i think the biggest weakness of this film is that it's too trapped by the things that have already happened in previous movies. Like, you don't have to reference that his name is Han Solo, like Barry said. Again, I, yeah, I agree. That scene was really stupid. <laughs> it was just funny. like, the thing was, it was the, so The fact that it was so early in the movie, yeah. too. I'm like, God, it was like five minutes in. I'm like, oh, no. Is this going to be the movie? <laughs> yeah. But it wasn't. Thankfully, it wasn't. Thankfully, but like, they picked up a little yeah. But yeah, you're right too, because they built up so much time doing this thing where the the guy who's like there trying to he's enrolling into the Imperial Navy to be a fighter pilot. And it's like, what's your family name? What's your last name? It's like, I don't got one. It's like, let's see. Uh, you're by yourself. How about Han Solo? And I'm like, it's not important. <laughs> that stuff isn't important. Like, 
Like having references so, so to don't the care. Star Wars. Yeah, yeah, don't care. The set references to the Star Wars universe, that's cool. If you can refer to it, throw in some Easter eggs. But like drawing attention to it is not why I'm here. What I'm here for are original stories, original characters, further development of things that have already happened or we've already seen. And I thought it was fantastic. Uh, so like a couple of things here. Like when he met Chewie, uh, mm-hmm. they could have filmed that differently, but it's basically like, oh, we know that Chewie was enslaved by the Imperials. Han Solo saved him, and he owes him a life debt. How do we put that into the movie? And, you know, I'm glad they didn't spend that much time on it. Because it was yeah. a little forced. They just dump him into a pit, and they're like, oh, we got to feed the beast today. And then uh, <laughs> Chewbacca comes out, and then, I guess he eats people. <laughs> I don't know if you're going to address it again. Yeah, I guess they never address it again. just kind of lost that over. It's like, oh, he's been eating people for yeah, potentially months. Yeah, he's been eating months. people. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's yeah. funny, but oh. like... <laughs> yeah, but then I really like the relationship they have where... Wait, wait, know, I got to interject really yeah? quick. Yeah, Does yeah, that sure, bother sure. you more? Or did it bother you more when he's eating porgs <laughs> in The Last mm. Jedi? <laughs> Which one bothered you? I think eating people bothered me more. (laughs) It's a little disturbing to think about. He could just eat you at any time. (laughs) But anyways. Yeah, I don't know. That's a question. We should should ask people. Yeah, if you have an answer, chime in. (laughs) You can email us. But yeah, like, uh, yes, like that part, like his, it was too rushed. He just dropped in. He starts uh, speaking Wookiee and then they just escape. And I was like, I'm glad they didn't, you know, like spend too much time developing that because they didn't need to and really like the relationship they had where Chewbacca's like conflicted between saving (laughs) his own people and having this relationship with Han I mean compared to the prequels and Obi-Wan's relationship with Anakin how much that was developed versus this this is one movie they had three movies to develop it and they did a really poor (laughs) job of it Whereas this movie kind of did a pretty okay job. It wasn't a good job by any means. It was pretty decent. I it was pretty their, decent. Yeah, their relationship had an arc. It it did. It had an arc. It had a culmination. There was things that were built up. Uh, it paid off. And like you can see the struggle, internal struggle with Chewbacca. It's like, oh, do I go with my my family or my fellow Wookies or do I stay with this guy? And, like, he, he decided there, you know, like, out of mm-hmm. loyalty, whatever it was. And, like, you, you, you can emotionally relate to these characters, and they have struggles and whatnot. But, yeah, the main reason why I liked it was, man, it was just, he's, everything was better <laughs> than the prequels. His dialogue <laughs> sounded natural. People were reacting to each other. Like, not only reacting to things that are happening around them, because I'm guessing that it wasn't, like, 100% green screens. <laughs> Like, mm-hmm. they're reacting to each other. The speech didn't sound weird. There was, like, a story arc elements that they built up and paid off. Like, things they foreshadowed and just everything just better than the prequels. And I, <laughs> I enjoyed watching it. I want to see more movies like this. Uh, I don't care if they're... They don't have to be art. They don't have to be the best. I just want to see more characters that are adorable like likable uh things that you want to see you know that you know not every movie is going to be excellent but every once in a while you're probably going to have a masterpiece and that's what i want to see i want to see more of this 
So you're telling me this is better than The Last Jedi, Sam? Uh, yeah, I am. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, we'll go over that. But a couple of things that I I want to nitpick here. I think they kind of missed a mark on a couple of things. Uh, like the super uh SJW robot lady. Like, I don't know oh if that was gosh. supposed to be funny or commentary, but it kind of missed the mark on both aspects. It wasn't that funny, and it wasn't that good of a commentary or whatever you're trying to do there. It was just a little, like, was, what is this? It was baffling to me. It was, yeah, it was a little baffling. And then a couple things, too, like at the very end where the bounty hunter removes their mask, and this is just this girl and just standing there. And I was like, is this supposed to be, like, Am I supposed to be surprised? Am I supposed to be shocked here? What like what's going on? Do I know this person? Is, is that the daughter of Beckett? I think <laughs> I think I had the yeah. same reaction. I suspect right? a lot of people did. That was like my one of my top like why was this editing choice made? Yeah. Um I, f- I felt like it should have been the tempo of that should cut should have been a little bit faster. But I th- I believe the intention is the fact that she's like really young. Like, you're mm. expecting, like, this old grizzled warrior person, and it's just like, oh, it's like, she's like five. <laughs> not, yeah, I wasn't expecting that at all, because it can be anyone. Uh, but yeah. I'm not sure what the message was there. I don't know either. You know, whatever, it's fine. Whatever. And then all of a sudden at the end, it's like, oh, these people have been enslaved. We're going to fight the imperialists, their dirty scumbags, taking advantage of these common folks. And I was like, oh, that's, that wasn't really the, the thematic element of this movie for most of it. In the beginning, a little bit, where there's like little orphan kids stealing for people, like, uh, mm-hmm. uh, what's that, Oliver Twist? <laughs> <You know? laughs> and then they kind of skip that, and it's a heist movie, and at the very end, it's like, oh yeah, let's go back to that a little bit. <laughs> and I was just like, hmm. It's a little inconsistent, but again, I like it because they're, they're trying out new things and going in new directions it's just just lacks a little a little bit of finesse like it's what do you a, mean a the orphan theme is anakin that's that's, <laughs> anakin. Right. that's exactly what that is i don't know right. what you're talking about sam i don't know but yeah anything else like i don't I mean, know like i mean like okay you can forgive a little bit because of yeah how messy the the production of this movie was I mean, you totally. can kind of see it in places mm-hmm. um it feels very rough yeah. yeah, yeah. It feels like it feels like just before a final lock, you know. Yeah, yeah. Just before picture lock, like we should we should tweak this a little bit or just this. It's like no, we've already spent like another two hundred million on reshoots. We gotta just fucking picture lock it. <laughs> um, I, I like that Paul Bettany is it now is in two Marvel or sorry two Disney pro, uh, projects now. Who's in this? And he's also Vision. <laughs> He's like, he's like evil vision <laughs> evil vision what was up with the scars vision. by the way like why were they glowing red when he got angry what was because reasons because um, anger okay. that's why angry. Right. I'm angry man <laughs> he's anti-Hulk <laughs> <laughs> you'll like by me when way, I'm angry I, let's talk a little bit about with the performances in this film because I thought mm, for the okay. most part they were pretty good yeah uh, I it, totally was, it was very surprising to me because there was a lot uh, coming out during the production of this about how they had to uh, hire acting coaches for all the actors. What? Really? Um, yeah. Why? I don't know. Why? I was so I came into this movie. I'm like, oh god. <laughs> what? What were they missing? 
I really don't know. I would be again. I would be curious to see that rough, rough construction and see how bad it was. <laughs> mm. Um, but I, I kind of had a problem with Amelia Clark, and I'm not sure if it was her fault because she's like really distract mm-hmm. distracting in this film. Like starting from the very first scene, like they're on Corellia, and it's like it's like Oliver Twist, right? Like everything sucks. Yeah. it's like mm-hmm. grungy, and they they're li- li- literally living in like a sewer. And she looks completely well groomed and like pristine. <laughs> and you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> she, she's too beautiful. You live in a sewer. How do she, you live? She's too beautiful. That's yeah, just yeah. The, the only answer is she's too yeah. beautiful. She's too beautiful. That's why. <laughs> if I were in wardrobe, I'd be like, throw some fucking dirt on her or something. <laughs> I bet they tried. It just didn't work. The beauty know. cannot be contained. <laughs> like everyone else in this film, like looks like a little bit crappy. And then she just looks like she's ready to go out for a night on the town. Yo, I, scene. Yeah, I agree too. And it's not only her looks, I think it's her acting as well. Because like, when you're living in like a scummy area and you're stealing stuff just to make a living and you're basically imprisoned in the sewer by a weird caterpillar lady, it just doesn't, it doesn't explain either. <laughs> just comes out of the sewer. It's like, oh, here I am. <laughs> yeah, maybe like a little bit too stiff or upright. I don't know. I, I feel I like know. it was yeah. more like a wardrobe thing. but. For me, it was like, in every scene. It was just so distracting. Everyone, like, it's in the middle of a gunfight, and like, people are shot and bleeding and screaming, and like, she's just there, like, looking perfect. <laughs> like, mm. damn, that's how she is, Barry. <laughs> that's how she is. I think you nailed it. It's not her fault that she's perfect. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, uh, there's that. Um, <laughs> and the other major, like, they keep. This, the film keeps grinding to a halt to deal with things from the original Star Wars movies or like to explain yeah. things. Yeah, that's why I said that was the biggest weakness of this movie. It was being like, held back. Like how how Han won the Falcon in the card yeah. game. So they stopped the film for like 10 minutes to show you Sabacc, a card game that no one on the entire planet Earth knows how to play. And they're like showing you the hands and like going through like it's a poker game. You're like, I don't fucking know what's happening here what are we doing <laughs> and they do it twice they show you the same thing again at the end of the film you're like good lord um yeah it's just, and it's like like as soon as the movie like really starts picking up it just grinds to a halt again to deal with like dumb star wars stuff um <laughs> i think i think it would have been a better film legitimately if it was exactly the same film but it was just like some guy a star wars story Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I agree. Like, completely agree. And and I think you broke it down even better because I think the main problem I had was they include these elements that don't flow with the the story. Like you said, it grinds the movie to a halt. And if you think about like the logical conclusion or like the flow of the narrative and where it's going, all these things they're throwing in, they're throwing in on top of the story or stopping the story to throw these things at your face and be like remember the original trilogy remember the prequels here's this junk here and i wish they didn't do that like you didn't have to there's no need for it it's not going to be a worse movie unless someone high up said you got to put these things in to reference the original trilogy or the prequels i was like uh that's that's not good filmmaking just focus on the movie and what you want to do Although I gotta say though, I thought this was hilarious. You know the scene where mm-hmm. uh, they always refer to Chewbacca ripping off people's arms, and oh. then he actually does it. 
that felt like a Ron Howard moment to me a little bit. <laughs> I, I was fine with that. Yeah. I liked it because it was fast. It was fast. It, it was like two fast. Seconds. You're right. It wasn't dwelling it on just it. Just cut it was to him and he's just he's just holding somebody's arm. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what I want like, to see. Yeah. I got I got a hearty chuckle out of that. I did too. Like, amazing. Yeah. That was amazing. Um. The the God the social social justice she droid was like uh it just took so much time yeah at the very beginning I think you're right just a lot of these things that to spend too much time on it would have been better if they just cut it short because I actually liked the robot when when she died at the end I was a little bit sad okay Donald Glover it. though yeah it's amazing Donald Glover <laughs> oh, yes Donald Glover childish Gambino yeah. dude. He did such a good job channeling Lando. He's amazing. (laughs) I wish, though, that they would let him be a little bit more himself and less Lando. You know, that would have been a lot nicer. You don't. So you're saying he was too Lando? He was was too too Lando. Lando. I, uh, I, even the way he spoke, like if you refer back to the movies, like I think Mm -hmm. uh, he did a really good job portraying Lando. And I was like, Lando himself is a boring character. I want to see Donald Glover. I want to see like 40% Lando and 60% Donald Glover. That would have been so much more fun. It's amazing. Some This is America thrown in there. Yeah, yeah. sure. Oh, yes. Like, some like, community. <laughs> yeah, sure. A community. Like he's, he's a funny guy. He's a very talented guy. Super and, talented dude. Yeah, just imagine him. Being a little bit himself and hanging out with Han Solo, just going off on adventures, you know, instead of being Lando, amazing. that would have been amazing. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Again, it would have been better as some guy as Star Wars. I told 100% agree. 100% agree. That. And then, like, Lando's there, and you're like, oh, this is fine. Instead, yeah. they have to deal with it's- the fact that he has a relationship <laughs> with him and the, and, the, and the reason why he pronounces his name Han instead of Han different from literally everyone else in the Star Wars universe. Because <laughs> that's a thing. That's a thing, by the way. Mm, okay. A lot of internet nerds yeah. are angry about it. I didn't care. I didn't care yeah, at all. Yeah, I didn't care yeah. either. I'm like, why are you putting this into the movie? I don't need to be reminded of this. Yeah, that's right. I, it's like, that's not what's important. What's important is having characters that you like, doing stuff that is either cool or funny or heartwarming or just awesome. Like, you, you don't need to refer back to Star Wars all the time. You, you really don't. It's okay if the I things are the, a little bit different. They're just so scared yeah. to stray away from like the OG that it just falls flat. Which is like uh, what all the new Star Wars movies yeah. are, right? Yeah. Like they were scared to stray away and it's just bad. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Last Jedi strayed away a, a far oh, away. <laughs> see, that's, <laughs> and that's why it's a good movie. Yeah, right? so it's a good it's the best yeah, Star Wars yeah. movie ever made. It's like going off the deep end though. You know? <laughs> drowning, jumping the shark. Drowning your whole movie <laughs> at the just deep end of the go pool. for it. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes yeah. you just gotta take your kid and throw him into the pool. Be like swim or die. Yeah. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Makes sense. <laughs> uh, um yeah, I know. I don't know. There, there was a lot I really liked about the film. Um, oh, Barry, what what do you like, think about? I like the, the fact. Sorry, go ahead. What do you think about the heist elements? <laughs> uh, yeah, you son of a bitch. I'm in. Like we had a weird confluence here where, uh, the, where Solo, which is essentially a heist film, uh, coincided with the Rick and Morty episode about heist films. Mm-hmm. And the Mandalorian episode that was a heist film. <laughs> <laughs> so 
it's just like nonstop heists. It's uh, like, you son of a bitch, I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> it's just nonstop, and then just die. They do a switcheroo. They do a switcheroo. Oh, you they always do gotta a, do a switcheroo. They do a triple D duper double cross. Yeah. Classic. <laughs> Quadruple Classic sextuple film. cross. I, oh. One thing that reminds me, though, I really liked what they did with Han's character because although tying into Star Wars held it back, but I'm glad they did what they did because, you know, it kind of explains his character and he starts off as an orphaned uh, adolescent. He's not a kid. And he's growing up on a planet where you gotta steal, you gotta use your wits, you gotta take advantage of people. And he got off, and the entire movie, he was trying to spend his time finding his way back to Corellia to save Amelia Clark, his one true love. Mm-hmm. And then along the way, he meets these people, and like, you know that he wants to do the right thing, and he wants to help people. And I really like that line where she's like, I know who you really are. You're, you're, a good, you're the good guy, right? I was like, like, oh, I'm a bad guy. Yeah, I'm a bad guy. He's like, no, you're a good guy. And I was just like, yeah. And at the (laughs) very end, he's not a bad guy. No. But at the very end, uh, Beckett double crosses him, obviously. And then he shoots Beckett because there's no other other choice he had because Beckett was going to kill him. Han shot first. (laughs) No, he double, double, double crosses him. Yeah, double crosses him. And. You, you like you see that he didn't want to, and then Amelia Clark leaves him. <laughs> just like, like a slowly going away in the background. Like, and at bye. the end of the movie, like he's go, been, my people need. Yeah, let's go. My people need me. <laughs> uh, at the end of the movie, he's left in a place where he's been betrayed. Uh, he's been abandoned again, and like he's kind of tired. And so, like when you see him again in the original trilogy, you kind of see why he's really reluctant to help out the rebellion because he's not a bad guy. He's not about the money at all. It establishes that. He's just tired of, you know, having people leave him, having to betray people uh, who are going to kill him or be betrayed. And it leaves him in like this rough spot where he can't really trust people anymore, even though he wants to. And I think that's great character development because it ties it back into the original trilogy in such a great way and explains his character and shows that he's honestly a good guy. He's not a bad guy. <laughs> he's not a bad guy. <laughs> he's not a bad guy. But I liked, I liked it a lot. Like, I thought yeah. it was, yeah, I thought it was excellent writing. Like, it ties in so well to the original trilogy, uh, to this specific character. Yeah, I like that you could kind of see, like, how he admired Beckett a little bit. Yeah. Because he's, like, the experience, like, uh, older, smoother, the smooth criminal, <laughs> you know, smooth criminal. The first yeah. scene where he looks at him, and he's doing his ridiculous gun flare. God, I actually, I actually hated that. I hated that so much. Like, like they're they're fighting to the death in these trenches, and people are exploding and dying, and he just looks into the distance. There's fucking Woody Harrelson spinning his pistols comically in the air and shooting people. <laughs> You're like, I loved it. Why are you doing this? It's so flashy. <laughs> It's like the middle of a battlefield. You're like unnecessarily spinning your pistols. It doesn't do anything. It strikes fear in the heart of the enemy. Yeah, it's like shoot and it's about sending a message. Yeah, it's about sending shoot. a message. You're like, what are you? What are you doing? Just shoot him. <laughs> I'm like, what? And he just keeps doing it through the film. You're like, just 
okay, whatever. You know what? Whatever. It's fine. Yeah. It's I'm I'm really nitpicking there, but it's like yeah, man, it's kind of it's a little bit distracting. Like people were just dying left and right, and he's just spinning his pistols around <laughs> to shoot people, just to shoot people. Uh, it doesn't reload the gun. <laughs> <laughs> what if it did? What if it like cooled it off a little bit? It's a little too hot, so it's spinning in the oh, air. God. Um, I, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. There, there's a lot I like about the film, and then a, a lot that could be done so much better. Yeah, I think it's a good starting place. Honestly, yeah. like, um, I, I hated that it was the castle run because, like, it makes me feel like the whole movie is just to explain away the fact that George Lucas didn't know what a parsec was. Mm-hmm. And like we gotta deal with the fact that parsecs are a unit of distance, so we gotta fuck, we gotta write an entire movie to explain that away. In the same, in much the same vein that Rogue, Rogue One, One exists. <laughs> yep. And you're like, God, we it, that it doesn't matter. It could have been another planet. Um, but I ended up enjoying it because that final goofy like uh uh thing through the maelstrom i actually really like that because they like and they're like fighting space cthulhu yeah <laughs> oh yeah okay this is something new oh <laughs> <laughs> um, that was yeah that was a little weird though space, it was so weird it was yeah. so weird that i liked it <laughs> i did not just, like it <laughs> it was just cthulhu in space you're like oh wow and then even though it lives right next to a giant black hole it's like i'm gonna dive into the black hole <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, I feel uh, like I feel so like dumb. you should know not to do that, but I guess it's fine. <laughs> yeah. Maybe it survived. Like you, you live, know. you 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 live like ten seconds away from this thing. I feel like <laughs> you would have figured out by now to not dive into the black hole. <laughs> All yeah. this time, he's just like ignoring it. Now he's like, maybe this is a good idea. <laughs> Let's go in. Snacks, though. Gotta get yeah, snacks. Gotta get my snacks. Um. Yeah, I don't know what else to talk about. If the film was not didn't look terrible, uh, if if like all of that dumb stuff, if all the dumb Star Wars stuff was cut out, <laughs> all the dumb Star Wars things, <laughs> yeah. yeah, like the things that aren't important, like Han's character, that's important. Uh, the Parsec run, the Kessel run, that's not important. Yeah, uh, yeah, like Chewbacca, how he was saved, that's not important. It's more important that you develop that relationship between Han and Chewie. You know, the relationship between him and Lando. How he got the Millennium Falcon? Not that important. Like The reason why that has that little clip in the front of it? Not important. Not, it's not, none of that stuff is important. It's about the people. It's about family. It's about family. It's, it's always about family. family. Yeah. Spaceships <laughs> and family. <laughs> family in space. <laughs> Star Wars, a family story. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. This uh, The movie had so much potential, right? I really felt that. I felt like this movie yeah, had so I much potential. Yeah, I felt that as well. But it just falls so flat, and it's really sad. You know? I think parts of it fall flat, but I still think all the think parts of it pretty well done. Do you think holistically that it's just done well, I guess? No, I don't think it's <laughs> done well in that Barry nailed it, in that they mm-hmm. stopped. They stop everything to kind of look at the camera, look at the audience, and be like, remember this thing from the original trilogy? Well, mm-hmm. here's how it happened. And that's not important, and you can't stop the movie for that. Like, you, 
you're breaking whatever you're building. Uh, and it happens enough where, as a work of cinema, it, it's, it, it falls flat a little too much. Like, you ruined the good things you had going for it. That said, I think the good stuff, the stuff that does work, there's just so much of it that, you know, I can kind of overlook it a little bit. Hmm. I mean, those, 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 like, fan service things, like, they're fine. They're great, in fact, if you just, like, sprinkle them on top, you know. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, just the light dusting on top. Don't construct <laughs> the entire movie out of them. <laughs> yeah, you nailed it again. Like, the, the scene with Chewie ripping the two arms off, great. The scene where... Perfect. It takes, like, perfect. Takes, like, ten frames. <laughs> There's another scene like that where Amelia Clark and, and, uh, what's his name? Alden? Heinrich, uh, he's they're making out in Lando's closet, and then they're like, "Oh, there's so many capes," you know, like <laughs> that was great. <laughs> there's like so, many. <laughs> or like when he's and she's putting out a fire with his cape. It's like that's the custom piece of work, and he's just wor- more worried about his cape than the fire. Like, fantastic! It's short. It's it's witty. It's humorous. It refers yeah, back be. to Star Wars in a loving way, in a very like joking way but like spending two long scenes gambling scenes explaining how he got the millennium falcon uh it wasn't really needed wasting like five minutes explaining yeah. why his name is han solo like literally minutes <laughs> do you think like yeah as the general audience though that they would care about these things no, no. that's the problem it's like, yeah i feel like they just wouldn't right so they, then yeah they'd be sitting in the theater like huh yeah, th- exactly. Yeah. They'll be a little confused. Or they're like, well, why is this in the movie? Or I feel like something's off, but I don't know why. I think that's the general feeling people who don't know anything about Star Wars would get because they're like, this breaks the pacing. This breaks the focus of what they had before. And they're like, why is this here? Yeah, I don't know. Otherwise, um, otherwise it would have been a, a pretty nice film. Yeah. but But like... Yeah. There's just so much dumb Star Wars stuff in this movie. <laughs> I, so I agree. It. <laughs> and it's just so hard to see anything that's going on on the screen because it's so fucking dumb. <laughs> it's like they're going through an asteroid field and it's like it doesn't matter because the rest of the movie is so dark you really just can't tell <laughs> at all what is going on at any moment. Just like Maybe... Maybe it's a genius move where they're like, if you can't see anything, you can't you can't criticize it. So we'll just hide everything. <laughs> yeah, maybe they're trying mean, to that's, save the that's the DC budget. formula, right? Yeah, you're right. You're right. If it's DC too formula. dark to criticize, that's perfect. Dark comics. <laughs> that's what DC stands for. <laughs> um. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, I guess we should talk briefly about Darth Maul. Oh, that that was nice. I mean, was it? Yeah. Mm, it was okay. Uh, let me let me explain why. Let me explain why. All right. First of all, Darth Maul didn't talk in the prequels at all. No, he had no, no, no. He had at least one line. Yeah, he did. Cause there was a guy who dubbed it, and Lucas was like, "Just make him sound evil." Just make- <laughs> Like, what should I do? What's my motivation? And then he was disappointed. Yeah, it's like, just make him sound evil. Just make him sound really evil. And I was like, all right, whatever. 
But like I kind of liked it and that developed the character more and like gave him a voice and like a- like actually something to do other than I don't know what he was doing in the prequels where he's just like missing for an entire movie and then pops up at the end and then dies, right? Mm-hmm. He's just off doing shady stuff with gangs. I kind of feels like that's a little below a Sith Apprentice to be honest. Um, that's why I like the lore aspect, but again for the movie aspect it breaks it a little bit in that uh if people don't know who darth maul is or don't care that scene would kind of break the pacing of the movie the flow of the movie i think it's kind of baffling because most people i mean if you don't know who he is it's like oh who's this guy if you do know who he is you're like why why is this guy why How is Gomorrah? <laughs> How is I'll do that? even better. <laughs> Why is it? Uh, it's like, well, because you got cut in half. And you're like, oh, he's dead. Yeah, that's kind of cool. No, he's just here for like for like 10 seconds. You're like, why though? Yeah. Well, obviously, yeah. it's going to be a setup for something that they never ended up paying off. Yeah, yeah this movie bombed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it bombed real bad. It did? Oh, I, I liked it. I liked it enough. I mean, it made profit, but it, like, I think the, uh, it was, like, a $300 million film, and it made its money back. <laughs> okay. Uh, that's a shame, because... I mean, you don't want to, you don't want to invest $300 million on a movie that makes its money back, you know? <laughs> You're right. Uh, that's a shame, because Suicide Squad did better, so I guess that means oh, yeah. Suicide Squad is a better movie. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> oh. But yeah, why why don't we uh why don't we do our closing thoughts and then give it give our scores because I think we pretty much covered I think most of everything we want to say here. Uh, closing thoughts. They should uh do a special edition reshoot of or re-release of this where uh, you can see what's going on. <laughs> um, Ouch. Other than that. Uh, I don't know what to say except to just cut out all the dumb Star Wars stuff. Mm. <laughs> He's like, cut out all the dumb Star Wars shit, and it's a great movie. <laughs> uh, gosh, I don't know what to give this film. It's like, man, I'm uh, I'm just gonna give it five Suicide Squads right wow. down the middle. Okay, five Suicide Squads. How about you, Isaiah? <clears throat> I don't know. This movie was like whatever to me. It wasn't as disappointing as I thought it would be. <laughs> um, high standards there, but <laughs> yes, very high, very high bar. But uh, I love Donald Glover just as an actor and also as a musician, and Amelia Clark is Bay. So you know, mm-hmm. <sighs> I feel like I'm gonna have to go along with Barry on this. I think this is a five. Just wow, okay. perfectly mediocre. <laughs> yeah, what about you, Sam? Yeah, uh, I think it had a lot of good things going. I especially like the, the characters, how they kind of mesh well together. And I just wish, like everything you guys mentioned, I wish they... I don't care about the visuals, right? I'm, I'm going to be honest here. If they made it brighter, sure. If, they, if you can see everything, that's always a plus. <laughs> It's so uh, dark. Yeah, it's really, <laughs> like, that's a statement. Like actually dark. 
Like I want like some I want to yeah. shine a flashlight on this fucking movie. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they didn't have budgets for lights. <laughs> the reshoot budget had no budget for lighting. So that's why everything's dark. <laughs> oh man. Anyway, Chewbacca holding up both arms. That's great. But yeah, I, I completely agree. I wish they like this original Star Wars trilogy was a hindrance to this movie. You don't have to refer to it all the time. Like you don't have to be trapped in that. Just be free to make a good story. That's all you really need. Good story, good characters. Just happen to be in the Star Wars universe. That's fine. But yeah, uh, I really liked it. Uh, I really wish the things that I, I wanted to see more of was uh, I wish they spent more time with Amelia Clark's character in the beginning. Give him a reason to come back. They don't yeah, really yeah. show that. Yeah, develop that. I wish they developed his relationship with Lando more. Maybe that was going to be a trilogy where him and Lando go off on adventures. I would love to see that movie, which is Han and Lando. That would be fun. Yeah, like Han, Lando, Chewie. Oh man, can you imagine that? (laughs) Directed by the people of the Lego movie. (laughs) Make it funny. If this movie was made by the Lego movie people, it would have been amazing. It would have been been funny. It would have been quippy. It would have been very meta. Exactly. Like, ah. Oh, one, so good. Yeah, one quick note. The humor for, for me falls flat. Uh, I think a lot of things they wanted to be funny, it didn't really hit. And that that's kind of a little bit weird for me because it's coming from Ron Howard. And I wish, I don't know, maybe higher up choices. I don't know. Anyways, I'm going to give this movie a solid 7 because I think as as a movie, it it's pretty okay. I liked it. I, I couldn't really hate it. Uh, there's... A few things you can nitpick, um, mainly the things Barry mentioned where the pacing of the movie stopped to be like, hey, you remember the Star Wars thing? This is how it happened. And I, I wish they didn't do that. <laughs> but yeah, that's pretty much it. I can't right. believe yeah. this movie is mm-hmm. so dark. <laughs> it's just so distracting. It's, it, really, it took away so much from my enjoyment. I'm just it's like, Anakin. Uh, I can't see anything. <laughs> his his edginess, his darkness rubbed off on the film. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's uh, this came out after the Last Jedi. Am I really? right? I don't know. Uh, let me check real quick. Pretty sure it did. 2018. Wow, that's really yeah, recent. Yeah, this is the last year. Yeah. So it yeah. came out it's after very recent. After the Last Jedi. Um. I wonder if they they did all the reshoots because of how much backlash they got from the humor of The Last Jedi. And they're like, oh shit, people don't like jokes. <laughs> <laughs> was there humor in Last Jedi? I don't oh, remember it so any. Humor. It was such a funny film. It was I'm, essentially uh, a comedy. If, I don't if think so. <laughs> unless you're misremembering. It was essentially a comedy in space. Mm, yeah, I don't remember any. I don't remember laughing at all. I just remember a lot of crying. A lot of tears. Oh, I, was, I was laughing a lot. It was great. <laughs> I was not laughing at all. I remember I was watching it, and all the entire time I was just like, uh, I don't know what happened here. Uh, I guess I'll move on. Maybe I'll get better. I don't know. <sighs> anyway, I guess I guess we should do fi- final little little thoughts here. Um, a surprising amount of this film is done practically, like the train heist. Uh, that's that's mostly practical. Like again, a, a miniature again, a, or yeah, like, like a, the train itself is is this monstrous thing, <laughs> a big gimbal. 
Um, that <laughs> was an actual train. All I can think of is Abe Lincoln. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. He was an actual train. <laughs> Abe Lincoln Vampire Hunter. Mm-hmm. Check that movie out. Yeah. <clears throat> this, space, this movie is basically just ripping on Abe Lincoln Vampire Hunter. I don't know. They're just yeah. missing the horse parkour. Oh, <laughs> they had that. It that was a Tauntaun parkour. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that was that was all done like on a giant rotating gimbal. Um, I think it was all stunt actors, and they were actually wearing um, harnesses. F- uh, well, they, they were all wearing harnesses, but like it was all stunt stunt actors, and they all were wearing like full face masks. They were oh uh, really like repli- replicas of the actors' faces. <laughs> it's kind of crazy. It wasn't even like a lot of it isn't even CG for the for face facial replacement. It's like it's just literally just a mask. Wow, that's pretty well done. Um, I didn't notice. I'm gonna have to go back and rewatch those scenes. Yeah, um, you can kind of like I learned this. I learned this before I watched the movie, but it's the same guys that did uh, Kingsman: The Golden Circle. Mm. And you can and watching it, watching it now, I can really tell uh, a hallmark of that guy is like his camera choreography. If you watch how the camera flows through a scene and how they how they do hidden match cuts. It's it's full on the the same the same stuff, which is kind of cool because the action uh, was, was probably the best part of that movie. Um, but yeah, like in like in the train scene, for instance, there were like I think three or four hidden cuts that are hidden by camera moves, mm-hmm. and which otherwise makes it look like a pretty long take, which is pretty cool. Um, he does a lot of stuff where like obviously matching camera motion with action. So like you get punched, the camera follows the punch. Um, but he also matches like impact points and focal points from cut to cut, which is something that a lot, like a lot of movies actually fail to do for action shots. So your eyes are like fucking darting all over the screen. You're like, oh my god! But if somebody gets punched in the head in the top left quadrant, you bet it, you bet your ass that in the next cut, the focus of action is going to be in the top left quadrant. So these little things, little things mm. that you notice. Mm. That are, that I think didn't notice. Yeah, it's just too smooth. I mean, let's. Oh, let me just, I'm just gonna <laughs> pop over this because it's worth. It's genuinely worth noting because the guys that do like stunt choreography and like second unit stuff like that are like never appreciated. Nobody cares. They get yeah, no credit for the work right. they do, <laughs> and it, it affects so much of the movie. Uh, let's see. Yeah, but like. I don't know if you watch this or you, and then you watch Born. <laughs> you know, like I think like he's throwing a kick in Born, and then like the camera's like on the other side of his body. <laughs> like what the hell? <laughs> and, and like oh, in, in those films they're fighting for real too. It's not like they're hiding the fact that they don't know how to fight. They're doing it for mm. real. Yeah. So the, the camera's following action. Impact point center of the screen transitions across. Yeah, a lot of the movements are very well motivated. Like, yeah. and if it wasn't so damn dark, you could actually maybe understand what yeah. the fight scenes were like. <laughs> yeah, I was yeah. like, this this is well choreographed. I wish I could see what was happening. Yeah, yeah. Just just thought I'd I throw that in there. No, that's good. I I think it's great to give credit or bring attention to the other elements of filmmaking where people don't really get credit for it or notice it even. Yeah. I think yeah. the only time we really praise a lot of the fight choreography is maybe John Wick. <laughs> yeah, John Wick. Yeah. That's, yeah. yeah, John Wick's incredible. <laughs> it's pretty well done here. I also yeah. also shout out to whatever sound designer decided to insert the the metallic bonk noise 
when he did a when he did a barrel roll and threw the Tie Fighter into the asteroid. Because I got the biggest laugh for me from this entire movie. <laughs> <laughs> it was like thunk. <laughs> Sound design can be used for humor, guys. That's yes, a thing. Yes. Guess what? <laughs> Um, yeah, do we have any right. any other closing thoughts? No, I think that's it. Do you have anything else, Isaiah? No. Alright, well, let's just end there. This mm-hmm. has been Day 4 Solo, A Star Wars Story. That's the full official title, because they want you to be reminded that this is related to Star Wars, which was their biggest mistake ever. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, catch you guys next time. Thanks for dropping by, guys. Stay pointy. Stay Stay pointy. pointy. (laughs) 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 You have no power here. (laughs) Got him, Dan. What's your name, son? Hot. Um, what? Who are your people? I don't have people. I'm alone. Um, Solo. Approved. Proceed to transport ID 83 for the Naval Academy at Corrida. Good luck, Han Solo. We'll have you flying in no time. Ho, 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 ho!